Blue Moon. (laughs) Welcome to Sorted Details, where we paused the Elvis Searcher documentary to start recording, which is why Millie was singing Blue Moon. Beautifully, I might add. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I told, and during it, I go, I turned to Millie and I was like, I think, I, what if I got plastic surgery to look like Elvis? And she went, well, I'd still hang out with you. I would be the only one. Let's get like, serious. I would still hang out with you. And I was like, thank you. You know what would happen if you decided to have your entire face reconstructed like 68 comeback special Elvis? I'd be the most beautiful person but no one everyone would ditch you admit it everybody would ditch you but me i wouldn't mind maybe i could care less maybe but i do at least want to i am toying with getting my hair cut like elvis just fully 68 comeback special pomp at all times because i need more reasons for dudes to not want to date me would you try (laughs) to draw in sideburns (laughs) yes (laughs) yes okay anyway uh yeah what's up guys it's been a while it has uh, been a while stain style <laughs> i was just about to say um, that yeah it's we've been out of town both of us you ran an entire film film festival i didn't run the entire thing but it was close um i went to costa rica and was on the road with hardwick and will be more so aprilrichardson.com for dates um yeah but now we're back and first of all, we got to talk about the Max. You celebrated a birthday the other day. Yeah, big deal. But we went to the Max. For all you Go Bayside fans that came here from Go Bayside, we went to the Max. It opened here in Los Angeles. Explain, because kind of give the history of how this started, kind of, because it started in Chicago? It started in Chicago, and apparently it was only going to run in... Okay, the Max. I'm literally... I mean that literally. The Max. The restaurant from Saved by the Bell is now a real-life restaurant. And it was. It was in Chicago for a while. It was a pop-up. And the guy was... The guy, Derek, who runs it... Like, I think it was supposed to only be open like a month. And it was so wildly successful that it ended up being open in Chicago for like a year. And I did a show there. Uh, like a live Go Bayside kind of thing. And then, yeah, he was like, well, guess what? We're going to bring it to L.A. So I'm like, cool. And then it's down the street from you and I. We can literally walk there, which we did. It's kind of in this, like, crazy complex with, like, a Target and stuff. Yeah. And you're tripping would, me out. Yes, because you would never know when you walk by it. Yeah, it's, like, in a strip mall, and they have all of the windows. Like, you can't, the windows, you can't see through them. Except there, I will say this, which I love. Maybe this is on purpose and maybe not, but I love that because it's in West Hollywood, there's a giant shirtless picture of A.C. Slater. Of course. You know you're He's all, the know only one demo. isolated from the rest of the cast. Yeah. Like There's a cast photo, giant window-sized cast photo, and then there's a giant single photo of A.C. Slater with no shirt on. Yes, of course. They know, again, they know what's the neighborhood. <laughs> so yeah, I had been walking by it. Like The sign was like coming soon, and I just was shocked because I was like, oh my God. I mean, not only is this going to be in LA, but it's like literally down the street from our apartments. Like That's crazy. But then, yeah, um, I actually wasn't going to do anything at all on my birthday, and then Derek emailed me and was like, hey, the grand opening is on your birthday. 
do you want a table? And I'm like, yes, of course I do. And then so I got a table like day of and we went and hopefully it blew your mind. Oh, it blew my mind to the degree of where I almost felt like I was in a weird dream. Like, because it is truly like the max in the sense that because you know how I remember when we were on your podcast, we did your old podcast. There was an episode. I'm sure it br- got brought up every episode, but the a concept of like the layout of the max and like what you see and what you don't see. And you see like, you know, there's obviously a back wall that has a door with like the telephone on the wall. Yeah. And then you go down a few stairs and then there's like the dining area. And then, you know, with the jukebox in that same place exactly. and the video games in the same place. So it was almost like we were in some sort of like, act like an actual vision of what that was. Like every time I'd thought about it, I'd be like, Oh, this is exactly where this is. Yeah. And so, and it was just weird because it was opening night. And so we bonkers. had a couple stars there. Yeah. Belding was there. Max was there at Alonzo. It was bonkers because it was opening night. Like it was super duper duper packed. Everyone was just running around taking pictures it was so fun, but it was, it was like sensory overload, but it is, I'm telling you, it is worth traveling. I mean, it is, if you're a fan of Save the Bell, it is note perfect. I mean, they even have like every detail. It's like you're stepping into your television set. It really is a mind fuck. They really do have it. They they really have it completely figured out and it's perfect. There's like, imagine if you walked into the Max and Max, the owner, is doing magic tricks yes. in front of you. I was like, what the fuck? This is insane. Then there's like this other dining side, kind of smaller dining room that has Belding's office. Yes. Off of this to the side. Yeah. They did like a perfect replica of Belding's office. And it's, Belding was there. And you can sit behind his desk and you got a picture of him like giving you fucking an ear tug. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is insane. It's really crazy. And then it made me think too, like they have to, they have to be doing this with other shit, right? Cause this, this is so popular and so wild that it almost feels like they should be doing this all the time for other shows. Right. No? Well, that's what we were talking about. Remember at the table because Chip who went with us, who's like 10 years older than us. So he's not as invested in say by the bell. Sure. Cause to me, I'm like, if you're in a certain age group, then yeah, going to that place is going to blow your fucking mind. But he's like, yeah, okay, this is cool and everything, but I didn't watch say by the bell every day. And we were trying to figure out what his equivalent to that would be. Cause he was like, I guess happy days. Like I guess Arnold's from happy days or cheers. I'm sure there is a cheers, but right. But then we're, isn't cheers already made after like the bar existed before cheers, the show. Oh yeah. You're probably right. I think, but it's like, so he was like, I guess the happy days bar, but I don't really, or restaurant or whatever. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know what the equivalent is if you're not into say by the bell, but this is just such a recognizable place that it was crazy. Well, they, you know, it would be like something like, oh, they could recreate the Golden Girls house and then people would just go like hang out in the Golden Girls house right. and eat a cheesecake in the kitchen. <laughs> right. You know, like to me, it just seems like that's the next frontier of like, you know, sort of like immersive fan shit is that kind of thing. Yeah. But then if you go there, the thing I mean, the good thing about the Max is that it is in the show is a restaurant. So it's like you can make it a restaurant and people go there to eat. If you what if you're running the Golden Girls house as a tourist destination, what's what do you do as far as like the like do people go there to eat? They just go there to 
play cards by the hour. They like, go what there they to eat cheesecake. And that's the only thing on your menu. And you're supposed yes, and you're only you're supposed to split cheesecakes with total strangers because that's just the way it goes. Right. Then my idea, if I were to actually do this, I would make everybody wear like nightgowns and sure. robes. Yeah. And and basically bring in like so old men to have sex with so it would be like you know how if you go to the magic castle or whatever they don't let you in unless you're wearing a suit yes. like a specific so in that in your thing it's like no sh- no shirt no shoes no service except no nightgowns yeah you have no to wear nightgowns like a f- no moo's, no service yeah you'd have to wear a floor-length nightgown with a robe on top which i always i never got that by the way i never got why people wore like a giant robe over already a giant nightgown my mom does that but the nightgown's already like covering. Like I can see yeah, you wear a robe. robe I think is more for like warmth. I don't know if it's oh, for yeah. modesty. Well, because that happens all the time in old movies where I see a guy wearing full like silk pajamas, like yeah. full on like With wrist cuffs. to ankles. Yeah, I have those. And then put on a robe on top, like when they answer the door. I think it is. That's like old timey decency thing. Like you shouldn't see me in my pajamas, no matter how modest they are. It just seems like so much extra work. Extra work, but like to put a, on. a Golden Girls, especially like Sophia. Like Sophia's wearing, it's basically like a, a total. She's like wearing a nun's robe. There's like no yeah, skin and showing. Then like a, a, a floor length nightgown. So then they would come out of the bedroom and wear a robe on top. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I I I think it's less modesty as far as like showing too much skin and more in the way that like I want to be present being in my pajamas is not presentable but being in a robe is more presentable that's insane I don't know well I will say that the one thing I do like about old movies is seeing people sleep in separate beds I would love that actually to be in a separate bed like Like two twin beds maybe not a twin but like I was always like man that's great you sleep in a separate bed from your husband right like you can just spread out, no muss, no fuss. Like I, I'm a push them together, push them together if you want to get busy. But like I'm a spooner. Even when you sleep, yeah, depends on the dude. What? All right, depends on the dude. That's on depends this. on the dude. You would sleep the entire night with someone spooning you. Yes, I will. I don't want to name any names, but there was an ex who was smaller than me, so it worked out fine. Sure, but it, an ex that was like a bigger dude like not as much so it depends on the dude i feel like i feel like in the natural situation you might do it a little bit right as you're going to sleep but then at a certain point everyone's move like it's like pangea everyone's moving ha! tectonic plate yeah 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 because like, i'm like it gets sweaty and stuff Again, and it, it all depends on the sizes of everyone involved but like when i was dating a bigger dude yes and he was kind of a dick about like just getting fully spready in the bed, and I'm like, okay, and with like fully steel covers, and I'm like, this sucks. But some people don't do that stuff, and then it works out. I I think it's because I sleep on my face, right? So at some point, because I actually do that as I'm about to fall asleep anyway, where I start off on my side. Like, as I'm falling asleep, I'm on my side. But at a, su- a certain point, I think, like, in order to get truly comfortable, like, in bed, I have to sleep on my face. Sure. I do a lot, too. I mean, it all... What, how? What is this? Talking, I don't know now? what happened. I mean, it depends. I mean, naturally, throughout the night, 
you usually just go wherever. But I've never, I don't remember a time where I was like, I hate this so much, I wish I had another bed. Yeah. But it also depends on the size of the bed. Like, if you just have, like, a double bed, I'm sure you're hating life. Yeah. But if you have, like, my parents have a California king. Like, I feel yeah, like so it's mine. bigger than a California. My parents' bed is so big that you, both of them could be fucking super spready and not even touch the other person. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's nuts where I'm like. Like, it wouldn't even fit in my the bedroom in my apartment. It's so big. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Getting back to, like, the Golden Girls, which was a side road that we got yeah, off what? of. Okay. To, so getting back to the Golden Girls, think yeah. about this. If I recall correctly, Sophia and Dorothy slept in the same bed. And I think they had a queen. Really? I mean, I guess they had all those, like, old lady nightgowns under the robe, so there wasn't a lot of skin showing. It would have been fine. But, but they weren't, like, kicking each other or anything in the night. But can you imagine that sleeping? I do. You know what? Now that we're down this road, I did give an ex a black eye once in my sleep. What? I didn't ever tell you this. No. It was the most recent guy. He woke up one morning. Full, like, he woke me up like, you fully punched me in your Like, I gave him a black eye, literal black eye. Because I punched him in my sleep accidentally. See? That's what I'm saying. Separate twin beds. Yeah, that was crazy. Might be a good idea. I just idea. remembered that. Do you ever get violent when you sleep? Is that the first time? I don't even know. I don't think it was violent. I don't think it was like, I'm punching you in the face. I, it's just like that I moved so herky-jerky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think I just turned over real hard, or, like did some movement super fast that just happened to hit him in the face. Oh, wow. I don't remember. I don't think I was like, I dreamed that I punched you in the face and then I did it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think it was like that. All right, I'm calling it now. If In my next relationship, if I have one, I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm going to go full-on thin man, separate beds, sure, full pajamas with floor-length robes. Both of you. Yes. Even in the summer. <laughs> and then in the morning we wake up. And we have a hard-boiled egg. Like, are you going to dictate these rules to the guy? Because yeah. what if he's like, no, dude, I sleep in boxers. You're going to be like, I'm sorry. Oh, you got to get I, full silk pajamas. I'm issuing uniform. Go to J. Crew and get some men's pajamas with a giant robe on top. Okay. And in the morning, we wake up and we have hard-boiled eggs that we cr- that are sitting in those egg cups and we crack them. Gross. And then we go about our day. That's the terms and conditions. What a dream. I know. <laughs> All I'm, all, but, you know, it's funny because I'm like, I always think about that. I'm like, you know, in the 1950s and the 1940s, prior to us getting all spoony with each other. Right. No, people very spooned in real life because of the Hayes Code or whatever. They didn't spoon on TV. Do you think people spooned in the 20s? Yes. Really? The, yes. Okay. Why? But, okay. In their private homes. It just, it felt like nobody touched each other until the 60s was invented spoons the the uh, eating utensil has been around long enough so i feel like the term has probably but i'm convinced that no like love no one touched each other until like the late 60s <laughs> like if you see photos humans exist people were fucking i know but it was like a very it's a thing that like people like did the the actual act they did the pump and then it was like no touching <laughs> 
Because if you look at pictures of people who are like fucking married and shit from like the 1910s, so in order for it's two kids people to be standing born, side by side and they're not hugging, they're not doing shit. And when you procreate, it requires a pump. Yeah, it's like two pumps. <laughs> and then it's like, all right, but then we're going to stand side by side. Get back to the farm. I swear to God, there are pictures where I think I know I saw, what you mean. You I know? think PDA, I think public shit was super duper frowned upon. Even to the point of like, I think you're right. Like on your wedding pictures, you're like, yeah, don't be smooching. I swear. I think I saw a wedding picture. God, that's mournful crying. She's like crying out for the dog next door. She wants a little PDA with the yeah. dog next door. But I'm, I'm telling you, I think I, I think I saw a picture of my grandparents when they, on their wedding day where they were literally standing side by side. Oh, sure. And not touching anything. They were just kind of like standing there like American American Gothic. Like right. it was just standing there. Yeah, I agree in photographs from those times for sure. But I think it was just because publicly, like if you, it was like indecent to like do any of that shit. But I think behind closed doors, people were snug. Okay, I wanna, I'm going to outsource this. If you can find me a picture of people spooning in the 1920s. Spooning, though, like in bed? Like yeah. Nobody would have let you take a picture of that. That would have been like pornography in the 20s. To have a picture of two people lying in bed, spooning. Even the flappers? Yeah, right? Flappers were fucking nuts, right? Yeah, but Did flappers they were all, they were, they were fucking, they weren't hugging. Like, let's cut to the chase. Yeah, I don't think they were all about romance. They were like, let's fuck. I was like, this dress is too shiny and yeah. flappy for They're me to be like, like fucking. They we're were not like, holding I'm hands. here to hug you. Oh my God. I'm I can't even remember down. what we were originally talking about. I don't. The Max? The <laughs> 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 Max, too. Did people in the 20s spoon? <laughs> You one day Follow I got a road. text. I got a text from Millie one day, like just in the middle of the day, of like for out of nowhere, that just said, "Let me ask you a question. Do people in the 1930s say the word yeah?" <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think they did. I don't think anybody because first of all, we already know everybody in the 30s talk like this. Yeah, I'm everyone. In the 30s. Everyone talked like Catherine Hepburn. Yeah, so Correct. everyone was like, "Hey, how's that going?" And like, I don't think that anybody used any slang. Everybody always used like complete sentences, complete words. Like there was no slang. I don't think. I don't think so either. So I don't think anybody said yeah because you would be. I think you would be considered like uneducated or something or. I don't know. I that, it would just you talk like this, and there's a, and there's a whole article about that I read online somewhere about how, basically why, um, like Elizabeth Taylor, who was like born in America, I think she was born in America. I thought she right? was English, or maybe she was. I think she was born in England, but only lived there until like for a short time. I'm yeah. almost. If only we had pocket-sized computers to tell us where or, she was born, or, or like at like any American classic film actor or actress um why they have that accent despite not being born in england I, it wasn't elizabeth taylor then it was somebody else i was reading about like why yeah she was born in london okay yeah but anyway it comes from like there's an article that i read about it it was basically like yeah because basically everybody came from every, everyone's parents came from england plus the theater is what created that accent uh, the actors yeah you know, because it's so ubiquitous and like every, like even, I'm just trying to think of someone. It's so actor. I'm an actor. Yeah. Yeah. It comes from like the theater or something. The theater. I, it's crazy. I actually wish people would go back to talking like that. I fucking love it. 
Yeah, then what would we do? We would be fucked. <laughs> Completely yeah, that's what I'm fucked. Saying. Like, I'd already feel like more of a loser. Like, people already are like, what are you doing? You're like, grown as hell. Why are you talking like that? If everybody started going back to that, like, hello, I am an old Hollywood actor. And then I'd be like, what? How you got? Like, I'd be like Charlie Brown's teacher to them. I think it's because we're just like the opposite of theater people as well. Yeah. Like, we're just like not. We're like teenage boys. Yeah. So I don't, we, I would be more ostracized now. This podcast would not exist. The Max is cool. It was great. Thanks for the invite. (laughs) Uh, Go to it if you're in LA. And if you like Saved by the Bell, it'll blow your fucking mind. Truly. Everything is note perfect. Every detail, it's unreal. You won't be able to walk in there until, like, 2019, though. Yeah, that's the thing is it is sold out for several months. But, I mean, if you can get a reservation, please do it. It is absolutely worth it. Also, the food's good. It has, like, legit – it's not diner food. It's, like, legit food. And it all has these, like, great puns, like, puns on characters, which is – Yeah. I I always appreciate it. But it's, like, fancy pants. Like, a five-star chef made the recipe, so don't – it's not, like, burgers and hot dogs and, like, soda with no ice in it or whatever, like, on the show. You might even be able to get lobster thermidor there. They (laughs) might have it. Um, So, yeah, that – I just wanted to say that was rad. We went to the Max. It's here in L.A. Great. Okay, to get to our topic today, we've already covered such a spread. Well, yeah, we, well, because we always, the way that this goes down is that usually one of us feels strongly about something and we'll text the other and it will be, I mean, you know, now that we're doing a podcast, we try to save, like I'll text Millie or she'll text me and I'll be like, oh, let's talk about this on the next podcast instead of, you know, as we would just normally do it together without recording it. So this one, Millie was like, I want to talk about data collecting. <laughs> but I, I have legit agree. questions. I have legit questions. Because now, well, Millie is, you. she's got movie pass. I don't have that. But just in general, like the Facebook thing, like everyone freaking out about how like places sell your data. Because we and Chip, Chip has movie, you, Chip, David, you guys all have movie pass. And we were talking about it. Because to me, I'm like, First of all, it's an impossible business model. Yeah, and I don't know if you... Okay, let me let me explain what MoviePass is to people who don't know what it is. I feel like you should. So, <clears throat> I only heard about it over the holidays last year for the first time, but apparently it's been around forever because I know people who have had MoviePass for a long time. It's basically... It's kind of like... Um, it's it's an it's an app or a service that allows you you pay a monthly fee and then you get to see as many movies as yeah, you Yeah, and want. it's something crazy like 10 bucks a month but you get to see one movie a day. So it's like they on your first movie ticket they already lose money. Correct. It's an impossible business plan. Absolutely. So they had the reason why I got it is because they had this weird, you know, they had done this like Costco thing that if you have a Costco membership you would get a year of movie pass and a subscription for a year to Fandor, which is like a movie streaming service, and it was eighty nine dollars for an entire year. See, so if, that's for movie tickets here in LA. A movie ticket is like fifteen bucks. So already, at least, yeah, it's like so. Again, they already lose money on your first ticket. Yeah, because okay, if it's ninety dollars a year, theoretically, you'd have to go how many times? Like five times to yeah. to really. It pays for itself five times in a year. And so I immediately thought, 
It's too good to be true. There's no fucking way. And I'm going to get it on the ground floor and then it's just going to end. And then we're all going to reminisce about how wonderful this like six month period was where we got to see all these fucking movies for free. Right. Right. And the weirdest part is that, so there's kind of like little rules, you know, there was rules already when I first got it that basically like the way that it works is you go to a movie theater and you check in on their app. So you have to, right. that's the first step. And you have to be within 100 yards of the theater. So it's not the kind of thing where you can like be at home and buy a movie ticket with movie pass. Right. You have to basically be at the theater. Then you check in for the movie. Then you go to the kiosk or go to the, um, you know, whatever, the box office. And then they had, they sent you a preloaded kind of debit card. Yes. And so you pay for the movie with this debit card. Right. So that's the other thing too, is that like, you're using their money to pay a full price movie ticket. Right. So it's not as if they're giving you like a voucher for a cheap movie. It's like they're paying for your movie by using this debit card. So <laughs> they're losing money. You're watching them lose yeah. money. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And so that's the thing is when I was talking about with Shiv, because we went the other day to the movies, he used it. I'm like, yet again, yes, they gave, they just gave you 15 bucks out of the 10 that you've paid for the entire month. Yes. None of this makes sense. And then, of course, we're just like, so the only way they're making, they're making money is selling your data. They're selling whatever movies you're seeing. Like, so they can go the demo, like, you know, oh, this is a 48-year-old man. He just went to go see X, Y, and Z this month and selling that data to studios, I guess. And then to me, I'm kind of like, how is that information that valuable? That's, okay, this is my big question. This is what I was, like, texting you about. Yeah. So we're in this age, right, where, like, everything that we use is taking our data, yes. right? So at this point... My email address is probably worth nothing because every fucking business in the world has that email address, <laughs> yes. right? So uh, it's yes. like, oh, we found our email address. It's like, great. You and every fucking business. Yes. Right? Yes. So that has to be worth nothing. Yes. But my question about other stuff is like, I don't understand if everyone's collecting your data, then why is it valuable? That's what, like, what's the tier? Like, if we look at it like a pyramid, it, like, obviously the top of the pyramid is like your social security number. Like, that's the gold standard. Everyone wants that because they can like scam the shit out of you with that. Sure. But then I'm with you. It's like now we're in a time where it seems like all like, okay, we're again, as we have to preface almost every episode, we're idiots. Please know I'm an idiot. I don't collect data for a living. I'm not an analyst. Like, I don't know this shit. But it's just like, you know, when everybody went buck about Facebook, right? They're like, Cambridge Analytica sold all your shit to throw the election. Like, yes, of course, throwing the election is sinister as fuck. But, but wait, explain to me, though, just real quickly, how they did that. Well, from what I've read, okay. it was what they did is they could tell they use your posts on Facebook to determine where you fall on the political spectrum. So sure. obviously, like, for us, they're going to be like, these people are really left. So-and-so's really right. So-and-so's in the middle. So-and-so's whatever. So they use that to cater to, like, for us, then, we're only going to get advertisements for, like, super lefty things. And then people like my parents are only going to get advertisements for, like, super righty things. And so they used... Is it fake news or is it business yes, it's a combination of all of it apparently okay. i mean a lot of fake news though god damn i hate that phrase more than anything but unfortunately means, yes, means nothing here it is true like yes it would be like they knew that you from what you've posted that in the data they've collected on you that you'd be likely to believe say a story about hillary being shitty whether it's made up or not sometimes made up 
sometimes real, I guess, but they just knew to target your feed. So they knew like, if we put this in so-and-so's feed, they're going to totally believe it and forward it to like 900 people. And that's how it was swayed. But yes, a lot of it was fake. A lot of it was like Russian trolls being like, here's a fake story about how Bernie sucks. And then like putting it in a feed. But see, that's the thing too, about like the lack of media literacy and like people sharing it. Like, my whole thing about it, of course, this is pre-Trump's election because now Trump has told everyone that like credible news sources such as the Washington Post and the New York Times are also fake. Right. But pre that, yeah, the only times I ever actually read an article that anyone posted was if it was coming from a very reputable news source, was either my hometown paper, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which even sometimes I'm like, what? But, like, you know, I have enough media literacy where I was like, okay, oh, sure. well, this is, you know. Yeah, I'm so- not going to read anything that's like freedomeagle.net slash, yeah. you know Or what I those mean? tricky ones where they're like cnn.com slash cn.tv.biz. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where they're like, oh, we're going to make it look like it's a CNN, but it's actually like some fucking crazy, weird, you know, shit that's happening in Russia. Anything that ends in dot biz just makes me laugh immediately. Oh, I know. Or like CNN news all the time. (laughs) You know, it's like some total bullshit. You know what I mean? News all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the first, because the first part seems legit and then it just goes off. It's like the, the URL just veers a fucking complete <laughs> left. You're like, what? Like, that's not a yeah, CNN website, assholes. I've gotten fooled by those a couple of times where it is, it does look like, it's like the Washington Poster dot yeah, yeah. like, oh, Washington yeah. Post with three T's and you're like, fuck you. Yes. You fooled me, bitch. So that has happened to me, but I mean, I don't, I also have a habit of checking Snopes and shit all the time. If I read something, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, not like I'm some genius, but yeah. So that's, that sucks about the election. But when it comes to general, you know how everyone's like, oh my God, Facebook is going to fucking sell all my shit. I'm kind of like, okay. I mean, there's nothing, again, aside from, you know, bank account numbers, who fucking cares? I don't really care. If somebody's like, we're going to sell the names of the movies you saw this week i'd be like okay good luck yeah like it's like i saw some weird shit i mean i guess just because the slope has become so slip like if you know 20 years ago if somebody was like i'm gonna sell a list of the movies you saw i'd be like that's fucking weird don't do that please but like i guess now in this day and age aren't we already used to the fact that like everything we do is documented somehow or sold somehow yeah because i feel like that was i remember getting real crunk about that in like the late 90s early yeah. 2000s where i think everybody was really concerned about internet privacy and as somehow we've collectively just said fuck it it's like it's chinatown basically yeah, and we're just gonna like just... roll with it but i so i guess that's kind of like my my question about it is that okay if we're not talking about black market shit if we're talking about right. like in the world like if it's on the up and up right why is data how is it so valuable that a company like movie pass can lose a shit ton of money giving us free movies and then say but we're gonna sell their data and make a million i don't understand how they don't either i don't either because their only data right that they have on you is what movies you see and where you see them like i don't get it either because 
are studios buying that stuff from them? Is of a movie? Is 20th Century Fox like, oh my god, I can't wait to get all the info on which movies these 39 year old women in LA saw this month? (laughs) Well, that's the thing too. Is that it's like to me, it feels like if I was a studio, I'd be like, I don't want that garbage. Gives a fuck. Like to a certain degree, I'm like, okay, I want to see if my movies are doing well. But then I'm like, do my whole thing is like. If they ca- if they capture like what we want to see, it's not as if they're like going out there and making movies for us anyway because we're like no ones, you know right. what I mean? Like, like demographically, right? So it's almost like okay, they care what like fifteen year old boys want to see maybe, but like we all know what they're seeing, right? Right. And so my my thing, I just don't understand why data is valuable to the degree to which businesses can make an entire, right? You know, they can make a living off of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't either. I, specifically, Movie Pass, I don't understand it at all. But I guess with Facebook, I mean, yeah, it is. I don't get it with Facebook only because I almost never click on a Facebook ad. I couldn't me, tell me you, neither. I couldn't tell you a single time that I and it, it that I clicked on a Facebook ad and bought something. And also, they're always like, first of all, all the products that they show me are either shit that I already looked at. So it yes. was basically like, oh, I was on Zappos looking at sneakers, and then they show me the sneakers I was about to buy. I'm like, that's bullshit. I already saw that. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. Then they try to give me ads for shit that I would never buy, like ugly clothes. Okay, can we please get into the like hyper-specific? <laughs> My favorite Facebook ads are the ones where it's like, they combine all of your interests into one customized t-shirt. Like you guys know all you've gotten that ad where it's like, it's a t-shirt with like an entire paragraph on it. It'll be like, don't mess with a Taurus woman who loves Pesh ah! mode and gardening and hasn't had her coffee in the morning. Like it's like all of that on one t-shirt. Has anybody ever bought a t-shirt that does yeah, that? Yeah. Cornell, our friend Cornell Reed. <laughs> Who's the funniest dipshit in the world? I'm going to read it while you look up. I'm going to look it up while you... But yeah, that's... So they're normally those like super terrible... Or like a mug that's like... Every tourist woman with black hair who likes the cure needs her coffee in the morning. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a paragraph that incorporates everything you've ever clicked on in Facebook in one thing. Well, and also too, they're basing this off of stuff that you liked right right so the thing about it is that you can be anyone and like anything that you want and so like there's okay so i remember there's an article that came out that was basically it was one of these like by the way facebook is evil and you should check out all of the secret settings that you yes. don't know exist yeah so there was this like there's this one section of facebook where it's basically like here are your interests based on like what you've clicked on and essentially this is not a joke. <laughs> Essentially, I'm looking at these interests, right? And I'm going, I think that Facebook thinks I'm like an old black woman. What? Why? Cause what because interest- everything that was set was basically like, here's what she's interested in. And it's like new edition or like you know right, what I mean? right, like, right, it was right, like right. crap Keith sweat. Yeah. And like, oh, it was basically like 80s R&B music and like shoes and like all this stuff and but they actually said in the thing that i was african-american and i was like i'm not oh that's actually mine did too yeah yes because when you yes because 
when that first popped off and everyone was like they swayed the election it was like go look in your settings to see how they're catering to you and it did because it does have a tab that says what political mine was like you know super left and i think mine did say too african-american woman and i think they thought i was older i think it did say that i was like in my 50s or something yeah and i was going like okay okay but that's but see that's the thing is that they're doing that for literally everyone they can't nail it they can't get it right all the time because it's basically like people have free will and they like whatever they like and they can't just because that's the thing is i think i get shit i get ads and things that don't apply to me all the time like first of all i remember this one specifically i got an ad for it was like an like a and i was still well maybe I, i shouldn't tell this about my age or whatever but basically they were like i was getting ads for like mature single dads <laughs> Shut up. or something like that like it was basically like f- meet mature single dads in your area and i was like oh oh i see what you mean i thought you were saying they thought you were mature single oh, no, no, dad. No, 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 no so i'm sitting here going like yeah but guess what that's our demo now is mature single dads that's like i mean that's true i will legit who we're supposed listen, to be dating i would rip a mature single dad right now but i'm just saying that like in the past i was probably like in my early 30s oh right and then they, they show a picture of a guy who's clearly like my dad's age oh okay and that's i'm going mature uh, they think that i'm an old black lady which right. i'm like okay i don't understand how that came about and that they figured out but so anyway i guess my point is is that i guess i don't understand why if everyone is kind of like getting if everyone is here is experiencing this problem where they're getting shit that isn't relevant to them. And I mean, I guess a lot of people aren't media literate. I got to admit. I mean, my sister is good, but like my parents are terrible as per usual. Oh yeah. My parents send me fake stuff. And, and I do have friends in my timeline that will always retweet like bad crap. Even people who are really smart. Okay. I found, I saved this on my phone, Cornell. If you happen to be listening, it made me laugh so hard. So he actually bought he bought one of these Facebook t-shirts that were, and it's, this is what his t-shirt says. All of this is on one t-shirt. Never underestimate a woman who listens to corn and was born in September. <laughs> That's on his t-shirt that Facebook made for him. Or I guess probably for his girlfriend or something. And then he was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Or he clicked a bunch of interests that obviously he wasn't into just to get that dumb shirt. I would definitely wear that shirt. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. But that's the thing is that like, if, okay, my, I guess my, my issue of it is that, okay, if it's not getting us for the most part, it's not getting who we really are. Right. And we're kind of smart in a certain way. And I, a lot of people are sometimes, but I'm just saying for maybe me specifically and you specifically, then why is our dad, like, I don't understand it because I'm just sort of like, well then, okay, like we're not going to be like. Like, you fooled me. All the stuff in my house is based on fucking Facebook ads. It's like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Unless it's the thing where it's like there are people who don't realize. Because it's not just Facebook. Like, if you Google anything, like sneaker, like, if you're like, I want to get a new pair of Adidas and you Google new Adidas, then you're going to get wherever web page you look now, ads for Adidas are going to come up. And I feel like that's pretty common knowledge. Like, most people know that phenomenon. So it's like... Right. I don't I don't understand what they're buying. I don't understand if I'm a if I'm Cambridge Analytica and I'm like, ooh, give me some datas. I love datas. 
then how valuable is it to know that, hey, guess what? April Richardson, a 39-year-old who lives in L.A., shops for Adidas a lot. Okay. Exactly. And you know what? Listen, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I'm like, I'm stupider than I think I am. But all these like little inroads... Maybe I'm actually very stupid. You're like, I'm stupider than I think I am. <laughs> Maybe I am. Because see, here's the thing. All these little I don't think you are. Okay. Well, thanks, girl. I really appreciate that. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, like, maybe subconsciously I'm stupider because these little inroads that these companies are coming up with to try to sell us shit. So there's, like, manipulating our data, showing us, like, stupid ads, getting, like, social influencers to put on products, which I think is, like, likely one of the corniest things ever right is that like especially like there are a couple people on instagram that i follow who are famous quote unquote who they're uh, let me put it to you this way some of them are famous athletes some of them are famous for like i don't know they're just like social media people or whatever and I, there's not a, there's not a lot there's maybe like three or four people one of them is Misty Copeland, the principal ballerina for the New York Ballet. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren, who's like, I just oh, watch yeah. him just, work out same. and be hot. Yeah. But like, you know, there's like another maybe like one or two people who are just sort of like, oh, they are cute and they've got cute fashion or they've got cute makeup or whatever. Anytime they go, they, they do like a sponsored post and they're like, hey guys, just really love my, you know, makeup haul from this company. I'm like, this is corny flip. You right. know what I mean? Because I'm just sort of like, I get what you're doing. I understand it's working on people, but I just don't. To me, it just seems corny and I, I just breeze past it. Right. So there's that thing, too, where I'm like, I know that's a way for me for them to like try to get me to buy shit. It doesn't work. The targeted ads on Facebook work. Nothing works, really. Right. Except for perhaps maybe like spreads of products in like fancy magazines like if i'm like flipping through like the gentlewoman and i see like a spread of like cool products i'm like all right that's a cool shirt all right those are cool yeah shoes. but you know what kind of is trip you know what trips me out more than the knowledge of somebody selling my data is the fact that our look i know that there's like conspiracies whether or not this happens but i will say truly i was at the airport I was at the airport with Andy. We were going to Bronger's wedding, actually. And I was—I totally remember sitting down going, we sat down by like one of those snack things. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some Twizzlers. I haven't had Twizzlers in a while. Do you want some Twizzlers? And he was like, no, thanks. I went to go buy Twizzlers, came back, sat down, bored at the airport, started cruising Instagram. The first Instagram ad I got was for Twizzlers. The first one. And I'll tell you this right now. Never one time in my entire life have I Googled Twizzlers. I've never bought Twizzlers online. Never. So that was a time where I'm like, oh, this phone definitely just heard me say out loud, do you want some Twizzlers? Oh, that, exactly. But or, I've heard people say, no, that's not true. And I'm like, I think it is. Like, what are the chances of that happening? Well, of course it's listening because the Hey Siri thing is always right available. Even though it never fucking works for me. Like every time I could go, hey, Siri. See? Wait, do it again. Hey, Siri. That sucks. See? I'm like, she only comes when she wants to come anyway. And right. it's also Australian guy, so I won't say it's a woman. But, like, that's what I'm saying is that theoretically, it's it's always listening to your voice to hear that. So it should be, like, picking up everything. Yeah. You know, technically. So that's... I don't like that. I don't like that. That's worse to me than the selling of data, I guess. 
Anyway, so I guess it's like there's, I know there are ways that you could like deactivate certain things on your phone, deactivate certain things on your social media that like make it impossible for them to know who, who you are based on stuff. But I even say, I argue that that stuff, like they can't be banking on that stuff forever and ever and ever. Yeah, because aren't they going to run out of info? I've lived at the same address. I, you know, I go, like, that's the thing is, yeah, they're going to, how much more info can you get? You're going to, I don't buy that much shit. I I don't move around. I don't, like, whatever it is that data is supposed to tell you, it's not changing much with me at least. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is that is so valuable about it but you're right it's like once you buy up everybody's data then what well that's what i'm saying is that at, at this point every every company that i've ever purchased anything from has like a baseline of data about me and has is keeping track of all my products and everything like that so then why is it valuable at a certain point aren't they just gonna be like all right this isn't a lucrative business anymore because we literally have the info yeah. on literally everyone we have everyone's info we know exactly what movie everyone has ever seen the end yeah it doesn't make any sense and here's the thing about movie pass i'll say this i was telling chip this the other day i was like one day we're gonna go to the movie theater and the f- cards are not gonna work and yeah. we're just going to be like, it's over. The dream is over. Yeah, but you will have gotten your money's worth times a million. Like, you already got yeah. your money's worth after you bought, like, two tickets. No, it's true. And here's the thing about... This is the fuckery about Movie Pass. So, they they recently came out... There's been some articles that have come out. And there's probably more now when this is being published. There's, like, one about Movie Pass every day about how they're imposing like limits to the amount of times you can see movies so you used to be able to see any movie anytime now it's like you can't see the same movie twice right which i kind of like who cares i don't i don't understand like this is what people want to see so why why do you care if they see the avengers like five times and then they have this thing now too where if you get like a new membership basically you only can see like four movies a month which is still it's still them losing money, yes, by yes, the way. Yes, but it's also just like, like at this point, you gave away the milk. Is that the analogy? Cow for free? Yes. Milk? I don't know what that is. I think it, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Right. So it's almost like why you ran it in now? It doesn't make any sense. It's like the same thing happened with ClassPass. Yeah, because, well, I guess for them, it's like they could either lose $10 million a month or $8 million a month. But you already lost, like, you already put, you gave it everything away. Right. Like, so it's, you can't, like, rein it back. And- well, I mean, for new members. So if yeah. I were to sign up tomorrow, I'd only get the four movies a month. But I'm not renewing. Like trust, like right. the way I want my plan as is. There's, I'm not, I don't see any value in like renewing my membership and then getting less than what I already of got. Course, that just seems course. stupid. Of course. So my my thing, so they did the same thing with ClassPass, which by the way, ClassPass, I don't know if it's the same, it's probably not the same company. ClassPass is, was very similar. And if you don't know what ClassPass is, it's basically like an exercise app where you pay a certain amount of money a month and you get a certain amount of classes and based on like the availability in your area it's you know so you basically take like exercise classes for one monthly fee and they they had all like when you first got class pass it was like a fucking free-for-all you paid 
I think it was like $79 a month. And you got to go anywhere at any time. It was great. Right. Then like they started saying, well, now you can't go to the same, stu- same studio more than once in a month. Or like depending on the tiering, it's like you can go up to three times. If you have the cheapy plan, you can only go once. Then they started in doing the thing where they use these credits. And this is kind of what I think that MoviePass is going to start doing. So ClassPass started saying, all right. If you have, if you pay $49 a month, you get 21 credits. You can use them however you like. Each class is a certain amount of credits, right? right? So if you go to like a shitty class that no one wants to go to at five o'clock in the morning on a Sunday, (laughs) it's like three credits. Right. (laughs) But if you want to go to like Beyonce's Soul Cycle class on a Saturday morning at 10, it's going to cost you. 12 credits. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That much of a difference? Yes. And they charge for premium spots. So basically, if a class is about to fill up, or if it's during like a high traffic time, like a Saturday morning, or like a, you know, I don't know, like a Monday or Tuesday night, they charge even more. So, and if you've been to the same studio more than once that month, they charge even more. So the other day- What a scam. It's a fucking scammy flammy. I'm telling you, because I have class pass. I pay $49 a month. I get 21 credits, right? So technically, I can shape that as lo- as much as I want. Most classes are between five and seven credits, right? So okay. the, standard, the standard class is like in between five and seven. If it's bad, it's less. If it's- mo- a lot it's more. So I was like looking on a class pass. I saw this one class for Barry's boot camp, 18 credits. Shut up. Then what's the point? So you spent an entire month of credits on one class, basically. Yeah, like what is the point of that? That's what I'm saying. And I'm going, that's some fucking shit. And this is what I think that that's what I think movie pass is gonna do. That's just my prediction. Is they're gonna start doing like if you go see like Avengers opening night, that'll be like twenty credits. But then if you just go see some shitty movie that's been out for like five weeks, that's like five credits. Yeah, and if you go see like Call Me by Your Name after it's been out for six months for the fifth time, it'll cost you less versus like the jam, the weekend opener. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, that's my prediction for how it's gonna go. Now I don't know if that's gonna happen but that's that's what happened with class pass and i'm just like oh man like that to me it goes back to you did the big thing now you're now you got all these rules right i feel like anytime that happens you can't that can't be good for business because it's like most people are like well we already have this thing and so we don't want to go back with all these rules you know so anyway i don't know how it's going to survive to be honest I hope that it does. I want to like put out a call. If any of you listening work for any of these things, if you work for MoviePass, if you work for ClassPass, if you work for any place that gathers data, obviously we'll keep you anonymous. I want to know what's up. Like, I want to know how it works. If you work for MoviePass, if you're the CEO of MoviePass, please email us and tell us how you have any money, how this business works at all. Um, but yeah, if, and if you're, I want to hear, if you're somebody who like, is worried about your data being bought email us and tell us why i mean i'm an idiot like whatever like if it's a thing that concerns you let us know why because i'm just kind of shrugging my shoulders at this point being like everyone's gathering all of our data at all times so like what the fuck can we even do unless we go live in a cabin in the woods at this point you know but yeah april and millie at gmail.com april a n d millie at gmail.com like yeah 
I'm just curious about other opinions about this, if it's really a thing that, like, bothers you or that you think about. And also, too, like, I wonder if we're going to get to the point, it's probably already happened, where I'm saying, cut the middleman out. Why don't you just give me money? I'll give you a full spread of all the shit that I like. Yeah. I'll talk about myself. I love talking about myself. I'll give you the whole kit and caboodle. If you just give me, like, how much? How much is your data worth, person? I don't know. Like, a one-time fee? I'm not talking about social security numbers or, like, you know, really painful memories from childhood. But, like, I don't know. If you just want my email address, I don't know. I'll let you have it for, like, 50 bucks. I just said ours for free. Well, then stop saying it. No, I don't know. What about my super secret one that I only use for, like, dating profiles and things? Yeah, I don't know if I could put a price on it because I just don't care. If you're asking me what my interests are, how often I go to the movies, or what kind of food I buy at the grocery store, like those are things that I'm like, what? I'll just tell you. Like, who cares? I know, but if it's worth something, I'd rather just t- cut the middleman and just right. take my, like, I'll just take control of my own info. Get it uh, straight for me and not from Zuckerberg. Yeah, if you want to know what kind of sneakers I like, I'll happily tell you, but it's going to cost, honestly. I'm a businesswoman. I'm, listen, I'm taking charge of my own data. All right. Well, speaking of paying us, we do have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash April Richardson. It's on our Tumblr, which you can get to at sordidpodcast.com. And yes, I know we've been absent for a month, but again, we were traveling. We were busy. I'm currently blowing through my savings account traveling the world while i can even though i have no income but it's like you gotta do it when you can do it you know what i mean and i'll just say something i really do appreciate people who are donating to the patreon true like i think it's really sweet and i think it's like it's great that you're willing to like part with some of your cash to like help us you know pay for this podcast yes but even if it's like a dollar a month like honestly that rules that's amazing that's amazing um, but you know, there are people who are just sort of like, you know, co- you know, just kind of complain about things when they want to complain about things. And please know that like, this is a free thing. Yeah. Because, and we do it, our schedules are such like, please, it's not laziness. It's like yeah. trying to arrange it. It's free. Please notice by the way, that every single episode you've listened to had zero ads, zero advertisements, because that's not even like a you know i'm not doing that morally it's like because we just don't i haven't seek i have not been seeking out any advertisements but yes that's what we're trying to get across is it's like not only just free but there's no ads yeah and you know like we're normal people with real lives and stuff and it's just tough because you know like i'm not saying it happens rarely because most of the people that like follow the podcast are great and they're super sweet and again, the Patreon thing is just such a kind thing f- yeah. that people do. Well, yeah, and it's almost like, I don't know. It feels a little like, well, I don't know. Like, we're, we have, I have a full time job. Like, you yeah. tour. Like, it isn't like something to. I'm in charge of doing the uh, rewards, which we'll be rolling out. Also, we're going to work on t shirts. I don't know if you've seen our artwork. I hope that you have that accompanies the podcast, but we are going to work on I Heart to Fart t shirts for y'all. I'm also working on a... I'm going to go on tour. I'm going to drive across the country this summer. So please go to aprilrichardson.com if you want to come see me do stand-up. So, yeah. So we're going to record... We're going to stick 
we're going to try to stick to a once every two weeks. What is that? A bi-monthly? A bi-monthly schedule. But we're going to have to pre-record a bunch of stuff because I'm going to go to England for a month. Then I'm going to tour the country for a month. Millie's going to go to Italy. We got shit coming up. So we're going to do a bunch of pre-recorded eps also. So I guess I'm just putting that out there in case whatever we talk about is not of the moment. It's not like most of yeah. our stuff is. But but also, I will say, we started an Instagram account like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yes, that's so right. There's going to be... So follow the Instagram. It's just Sorted Podcast. We're going to... That's a good way to promote the episodes that are coming up. You guys can like talk in the comments if you want. Um, we're gonna maybe work we'll on do merch. some BTS, some hot BTS moments. Yeah, behind perhaps. the scenes shit. We're gonna work on merch. Um, yeah, and then like I'm on the road with Hardwick a lot too, so look out for that because those shows are really fun. Hardwick obviously is the headliner, but opening for him is like the funnest thing ever, and he's the best, and you should come see him anyway. Um, yeah. Let's go, let's go sell our data to people. Let's if go you sell want. our email us aprilamilly at gmail.com. We will not sell your data. We will I keep, don't even know how to do that. We will play it close to the vest with your data. Data or data, which one do you say? I was a data girl, but now I'm a data girl. I know. It seems it changes up depending on where it is in the sentence. For how me. would Catherine Hepburn say it? <laughs> <laughs> I geared up like I got some killer Catherine Hepburn impersonation. What What do you think? It's wild that that's selling my data. Data. Yeah, I think that's a good one. All right, you guys, this has been Sorted Details Podcast. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye. Sorted Details, follow away. Sorted Details, follow away.